This is your Daily Dose. I'm Nick. When you have an event in your life, one that's a bit of a punch in the gut, how do you handle it? Where does your anger go? Who do you turn to for support? I saw Bob post about a road rage incident, and I had some questions about it. Enjoy this episode. bad experience this week you are you when you posted about it you had some perspective on it so you had a minute to think about it and to think about sort of the karmic justice yeah i had three hours to think about it in my car yeah and it's like trapped in your car i was driving from miami to orlando yeah and so so a young motorcycle rider decides i'm not going fast enough i've been driving for two hours at the same pace with a truck behind me going 79 miles an hour. I follow the state trooper's rule at nine, you're fine at 10, you're mine. So I go nine miles an hour over the speed limit and I'm cool with that. And this guy shows up behind the guy behind me, rides up his bumper as hard as he could and then rides in front of me and orders me to get out of the lane from the lane next to mine. Now he could just keep riding, but he's telling me to get out of the lane. and I'm confused. And I just looked at him and I smiled and was like, I'm not getting out of the lane. You can go wherever you want. And then he rides alongside me menacingly, like just sitting same speed. I am looking into my car, watching me. And when the time is right, he gets right behind me, cuts the car behind me off and then hits the gas and punches the mirror on the passenger side of my car. Tried to knock it off the car, shattered the mirror and then took off a hundred miles an hour. And this feeling of like injustice and like, what? Are you kidding me? It wasn't even like I extended the bird to him or showed anger to him. I was just letting him be and he decides to vandalize my car. And, uh, and I couldn't chase him. I mean, he was going way too fast. He could have killed me and the other passengers of the cars around me and sure. himself. Yeah. Crazy move. And all I kept thinking was, I would love to catch him. I would love to feel justice. This feels so wrong. And after about three minutes of that, I started thinking, what, what would you tell someone else? You know, if you're in this situation, cause it doesn't feel good. I'm not happy. I'm feeling really unhappy. And I decided I would tell people that you need to find peace with it. That the reality is that you're never going to catch the guy. You're never going to be able to exact justice, but in reality, justice will be exacted cause he can outrun me, but he can't outrun karma. He can't outrun you know, the negative impact of the things that he does. And I'm guessing this isn't the first time that he's done something like this. Uh, oh, definitely not. Yeah, And I've been to a number of people reached out to me online just saying this is, you know, oh, we call them kamikaze motorcycle riders and he probably won't live very long, which made yeah. me feel bad because I didn't wish death on the guy. But man, it, it shocked me. And it, the thing that got me was I started to question all the other human beings I didn't know out there on the road. I started to wonder how many of that kind of person are there out there. And it really, I, it hit me a little bit there because I'm not used to going out into the world not uh, with love last. And trust, know? yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but in the end, I really found peace in the thought that, look, it could have been so much worse. Nothing that I, that I could have done would have made anything better. So what I did was exactly what needed to be done. And, uh, and ultimately, I'm going to have to get my mirror replaced. But... Uh, could have been a lot worse do you feel like maybe um from a perspective standpoint i'm curious if you were younger would you have done anything differently you know i might have 
because the rashness of youth, and I say that just in my own case, mm-hmm. you know, I have a, I have a temper and, and I felt that temper flare when he smashed my, my mirror. Uh, and I might have done something more stupid. I'm really glad I didn't really glad I didn't because the urge was there and clearly it would have just created more problems or created more danger for everybody else. Uh, and maybe that's, that's the benefit of being a little bit older. You get a chance to just reflect for a second before you respond, react, you know, we responded this time. Yeah. And it was better. What else? Um, so you posted about it and you get a lot of people sort of, you know, obviously in your corner, yeah. you were outraged, right love, so glad something yeah. worse didn't happen. And actually to tell you the truth, I appreciate that. I appreciate the love and support, especially when it's an unsettling experience and you have your friends kind of circle around you and say, Hey, you know, this is all right. We're all right. Uh, and, and we're glad that you're still here. So, so that was, that was kind of a little silver lining in the process. You know, Mr. Rogers says, always look for the helpers. They're always there and they are, especially when you post it out there out loud. Yeah. Um, but it is one of those things where it kind of, it, it gave me a taste of reality. I didn't want to have, and it made me reflect on what power I do and don't have. And I think too often we get frustrated and really freaked out when we can't exact what we want from a situation. And in that, in the course of my drive home, I found myself kind of returning to normal just by paying attention to the things that I wanted to pay attention to. The music I was listening to, uh, the awesome life that I have, the friends that I have, all these elements that made me go, if I'm holding on to that, uh, for longer than a second, I'm not doing myself justice. Mm-hmm. You've got to let that stuff go. And it still affects me, but it, it's in more retrospect, uh, it's, it's becoming more of a profound experience, an understanding of kind of not just the way the world is, but the way I am in response to it. What about the, is part of your healing process, healing a strong word? I know. Cause it's not like I, it's not like yeah, I was physically traumatized here. But emotionally, I lost faith. Yeah. You know, so so you were going to ask about my healing process. Was part of that, that sharing and then, you know, seeing what people, how people came to you and communicate with you afterwards? Yeah. Like for some people, you know, I might not share something like that because I would feel like, oh, that's, you know, something that happened that was dangerous that I'm potentially embarrassed about. Yeah, yeah. Right? That something like that happened and, you know, I didn't do something or there wasn't some sort of conclusion that feels like there's closure. I, I felt that actually because I, I, what was I doing? I was presenting myself as a victim. Yeah. And yet what I realized at the end of my thinking about it was I wasn't a victim really. I mean, really. This dude was the victim. He's got to live that life. He's got to be the person toting that karma around I mean, to be that angry that you would risk all of that for a stupid stunt to victimize somebody, that's a, that's a lot worse place to be than having a broken mirror, you know? And so I, I feel like in retrospect, um, what happened happened, and I, I'm, I can't really judge anything based on it other than how I responded to it. Okay, so sometimes it's a podcast, sometimes it's public therapy. Either way, thanks for listening. Sometimes we lose perspective and even faith in each other. It's great to have friends who remind us of the good out there in the world. Let's try to be one of those friends. Until next time, have fun.